0: This is January the 4th. Let's read the Bible. My name is Ray Pritchard. Glad to have you with us. We are journeying together early days in the long marathon journey, the adventure going from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. A reminder, you can download the reading guide by going to keepbelieving.com. There are three PDFs you can download, the overview, the monthly plan, the daily plan. We hope you'll do that and read along with us. Today, we're reading Genesis 12, 13, 14, and 15. Now, I'm reading from the World English Bible, but you can read along in the King James, New King James, NIV, ESV, CSB, NLT, LSB, NASB, whichever one of the Bibles you want to read from, and they're all fairly similar, a little some different, different words here and there, but I think I'll read this, and you can read along, or just listen if you want to. What a great story. I mean we we just got to the edge the edge of the the beginning of the of the story here really in some ways everything that's happened in the first 11 chapters of Genesis is now is come down to one man one man well you're going to see what God is going to do this what happens today in this reading it's going to reverberate and echo across the the, the remainder of the whole bible i mean there's just Echo, that's a good word. The echo is going to sound through every other chapter of the Bible from here to the end of the book of Revelation. Let's get to it then. This is Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, Leave your country and your relatives in your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who treats you with contempt. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took Sarai his wife, Lot his brother's son, all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they went to go into the land of Canaan. They entered into the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem, to the Oak of Moran in that time, or at that time, Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your offspring. He built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. He left from there to go to the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. Then he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Abram traveled still going on toward the south. There was a famine in the land. Abram went down into Egypt to live as a foreigner there, for the famine was severe in the land. When he had come near to enter Egypt, he said to Sarai, his wife, See now, I know that you're a beautiful woman to look at. It will happen that when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. They will kill me, but they will save you alive. Please say that you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake and that my soul may live because of you. When Abram had come into Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. The princes of Pharaoh saw her and praised her to Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. He dealt well with Abraham or Abram for her sake. He had sheep, cattle, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. The Lord afflicted Pharaoh in his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister so that I took her to be my wife? Now, therefore, see your wife, take her and go your way. Pharaoh commanded men concerning him, and they escorted him away with his wife and all that he had. Let's hold on to that. Hold on. This is not the last time that's going to happen in this story. Not today, but we'll see in a couple of days. Chapter 13 Abram went up out of Egypt, he, his wife, all that he had in Lot with him into the south. Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and in gold. He went on his journeys from the south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. There Abram called on the name of the Lord. Lot also, who went with Abram, had flocks, herds, and tents. The land was not able to bear them that they might live together. For their possessions were so great that they couldn't live together. There was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites lived in the land at that time. Abram said to Lot, Please, let there be no strife between you and me, and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are relatives. Isn't it the whole land before you? Please, separate yourself from me. If you go to the left, then I'll go to the right. Or if you go to the right, then I'll go to the left. Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go to Zoar. So Lot chose the plain of the Jordan for himself. Lot traveled east and they separated themselves from one another. Abram lived in the land of Canaan. Lot lived in the cities of the plain and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinners against the Lord. The Lord said to Abram, after Lot was separated from him, Now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, north and south, east and west, for I will give you all the land which you see to you and to your offspring forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can count the dust of the earth, then your offspring may be counted. Arise! Walk through the land in its length and in its width, for I will give it to you. Abram moved his tent and came and lived by the oaks of Mamre, which are in Hebron, and built an altar there to the Lord. Okay. Genesis 14. So they've, they've, they're gone from Ur of the Chaldees. They're gone from here. They're into the promised land. That disastrous trip down to Egypt, they came back. Abram is worshiping the Lord. Lot is separated. Lot's going down to Sodom. That's a big mistake. Now, see what's going to happen. Chapter 14. In the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Elisar, Ketolaomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goyim, they made war with Berah, king of Sodom, Beersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinar, king of Adma, Shimeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela also called Zoar. All these joined together in the valley of Siddim, also called the Salt Sea. Side note, the Dead Sea. They served Ketalaomer for twelve years, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Ketalaomer and the kings who were with him came and struck the Rephaim, and the Ashtaroth, Karnaim, the Zuzim and Ham, the Emim, the Imim and Shaveh, Kuriathim, and the Horites, in their Mount Seir, to El Paran, which is by the wilderness. They returned and came to In Mishpat, also called Kadesh, and struck all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites that lived in Hazazon Tamar. And the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Admah, the king of Zeboim, the king of Belah, also called Zoar, went out, and they set the battle in array against them in the valley of Siddim against Kedalaomer, king of Elam, Title king of Goyim, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Ariok, king of Elisar, four kings against the five. Now, the valley of Sidon was full of tar pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, and some fell there. Those who remained fled to the hills. They took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their food and went on their way. They took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who lived in Sodom, and his goods and departed. One who had escaped, came and told Abram the Hebrew. At that time, he lived by the oaks of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshkel, and brother of Aner. They were allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his relative, that is Lot, was taken captive, he let out his 318 trained men, born in his house, and pursued as far as Dan. He divided himself against them by night. He and his servants instruct them and pursued them to Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. He brought back all the goods, and he also brought back his relative Lot and his goods, and the women also, and the other people. The king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of ketel and the kings were with him at the valley of Sheba, that is the king's valley, Melchizedek. King of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. Blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. Abram gave him a tenth of all. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people and take the goods for yourself. Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand to Yahweh, God most high, the Lord, possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take a thread nor a sandal strap nor anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich. I will accept nothing from you except, except that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men who went with me, Aner, Eshcol, and Mamre. Let them take their portion. One more chapter today. Genesis 15. By the way, Melchizedek, Genesis 14, just hang on to that name, it's going to pop up again in Psalm 110, it's going to pop up a big way. We'll get to it much later in the year when we get to the book of Hebrews. Now, Genesis 15, it's a crucial turning point in the story. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield your exceedingly great reward. Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me since I go childless and he who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. Abram said, behold, you have given no children to me. Behold, one born in my house is my heir. Behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this man will not be your heir, but he who will come out of your own body will be your heir. The Lord brought him outside and said, look now toward the sky and count the stars if you're able to count them. He said to Abram, so your offspring will be. Abram believed in the Lord who credited it to him for righteousness. He said to Abram, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldees to give you this land to inherit it. He said, Lord God how will I know that I will inherit it? He said to him, bring me a heifer, three years old, a female goat, three years old, a ram, three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought him all these and divided them in the middle and laid each half opposite the other, but he didn't divide the birds. The birds of prey came down on the carcasses and Abram drove them away. When the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram. Now, terror great darkness fell on him. He said, that is the Lord, said to Abram, know for sure that your offspring will live as foreigners in a land that is not theirs and will serve them. They will afflict them 400 years. I will also judge that nation whom they will serve. Afterwards, they will come out with great wealth, but you will go to your fathers in peace. You will be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, they will come here again, for the iniquity of the Amorite is not yet full. It came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. In that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, I have given this land to your offspring, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. The land of the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. So, friends, we come to the end of the reading. Ur of the Chaldees, to Haran, to the Promised Land, disastrous trip down to Egypt, deception down there, foolish deception, back up to the Back up to the promised land, and then there's a war among these different tribes that lasts for and there's goes on for a number of years, and eventually there's there's a battle, and Lot is taken, and Abram gets his men and they go, and there's a battle, and they get Lot back and the people back and the possessions back, and out comes Melchizedek, to whom Abram pays tribute. A fact that's gonna play heavily. In the argument of the book of Hebrews, wonderful thing. Then chapter 15, Abram believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. That's Genesis 15, 6, going to be quoted by Paul a number of times in the New Testament. But especially it's crucial to Paul's argument in Galatians chapter 3, that we, we are saved, we are justified by God. Through faith, we believe God. We believe the gospel, the good news, and our faith is counted as righteousness. Well, just hang on. We'll just later in the year, we're going to get to that in more detail. That's the end of the reading for today. Our prayer is always is, Lord, open our eyes that we could behold how wonderful your word is. So come back tomorrow because you're just not going to believe You're just not going to believe the idea that Sarah has involving her Egyptian slave girl. It's a big mistake. Well, come back tomorrow. We're going to read that. God bless you, folks. Go out and have a great day. See you back here tomorrow morning.